You're listening to Life in the Faust Lane. My wonderful friends and I are here to share some wisdom, make you laugh, and of course, shatter all of those toxic cultural norms. So buckle up tight, because you're about to enter the Faust Lane. Hello, hello, hello. You are listening to Life in the Faust Lane. This is your girl, Mary. And today, as we creep closer towards the end of the holidays, tomorrow is Christmas Eve, I thought, let's keep it light. Let's keep it airy. Let's talk about some feminine rage, (laughs) y'all. I don't have a lot of holiday cheer this year. (laughs) I'm trying to like pluck it from my the depths of my soul and I'm finding a little here and there but for the most part I've just kind of had this blanket feeling of wanting to like fall asleep for three weeks and wake up and it's the new year already and I didn't have to do anything but alas I think this is typical I think the holidays are a stressful time in general And also fun sometimes, (laughs) if we can make it fun. Um, But alas, here we are. Feminine rage, rage in general. We all have it. Perhaps some people have never really expressed what I'm going to describe as rage. Um, But... I think we definitely, well, I know we all have the capability. And I think as a culture, rage is seen as just bad. That's it. Just bad. It leads to bad things, which I agree (laughs) and have experienced. But the more I've really been contemplating rage and what could be its purpose here in our human experience. The more I'm recognizing that I think just with the same goes with every other emotion that we can feel, it can also be used and in beneficial ways, not destructive ways. And if we are someone who experiences rage, whether if that's just you know, once in a blue moon, or the older you've gotten it, it happens less and less, you're working on it, that's me. <laughs> um, or if you've just experienced other people's rage. So I think we're all at least familiar with what it is. It's just that like almost blinding anger, not just being angry or like grumpy or like a little mad, but like you're almost blinded and like you can't be held responsible for anything I mean yes you must be held responsible but like in the moment it's just like something else has taken over you rage and you are saying things you would never say doing things you would never do right like punching the holes in walls stuff like that I haven't done that since my 20s okay um (laughs) but so I think we all at least at the very at the very least know what rage is and it's uh it's fucking scary (laughs) i know i can be scary mary sometimes (laughs) i'm like right off the bat i'm a pretty charming lady if you ask me um and i can charm your pants off okay but you know get to know me and i think this goes for any woman (laughs) uh you know behind closed doors on the wrong day the wrong diet the wrong sleep schedule. Um, I can be scary. Yeah, it's it's a power play. It's a tool in my tool belt, Scary Mary. <laughs> and for me, rage. Ooh, mm, it's been around. It's been around since I was a youngin. I remember. And I have discussed this in past episodes. My personality 
development, (laughs) one of the developments that happened pretty young, around the age of five, my parents sat me and my brother down. This was very recently after our oldest brother had passed away, and they were telling us that dad was moving out, leaving, they were separating, and it was all, it was dad's decision. And I remember that ripe old age, looking up at my parents, having seen what they had gone through losing my brother, now looking into my mom's deep, sad eyes, and I I made the decision that I would do everything I could to never cause more of that to them. So that being said, growing up, I did not express myself. <laughs> I just learned to just hide things and basically pretend to be okay all the time. And what that ended up doing, kind of the older I got into maybe my like double digits, um, it's like it that behavior just kind of stuffs everything away into my body you know I think we can all feel when we're doing that when we're not expressing ourselves to someone I mean just the mirror even being real and letting stuff out but as a child you know I I had picked up that coping mechanism of just be okay just be the okay one don't cause any ripples anywhere you go mesh and merge and you know chameleon your way into group so that everyone likes you and and no one's worried about you and so then I would be in my room sometimes as a double you know double digit kid (laughs) and you know what I mean before teenagehood like just being like 10 11 12 those ages um I had so much I didn't know what it was at the time but now I know it was rage like fire in my physical body felt like actual fire like my bones are on fire and so much anger and confusion at why my life was the way it was and why all that bad stuff had happened and was still happening and why my mom couldn't just get a break why couldn't I get a break but I couldn't express any of that you know I had made the decision (laughs) y'all so I would slam my head onto my mattress or the pillow or both you know the pillow would eventually fly off and and I would just slam my head with full force over and over and over and over and over until I literally physically was about to pass out and then I would just lay there huffing and puffing and it it felt so good I loved it did I just do that exact same thing this week Yes, (laughs) I still do it. And it's like I've come back to it because in between, in my 20s, (laughs) I would punch holes in walls. I would try and fist fight my boyfriends, which was funny because I'm five foot two, you know, 100 pounds back then. (laughs) Anyways, and that's not cool. I know it's not cool. But, you know, there's a little ghetto girl in me sometimes. So, current time I'm with my son a lot a lot a lot (laughs) and we get on each other's nerves sometimes and you know him especially because he's two and pushing every boundary that there is so one morning I could just sense that I'm off you know I was probably who knows off the night before or something too and trying to do my yoga but it's one of those yoga practices where it's just like why (laughs) why am I even trying but I did it. I did it. Um, and then, like, my kiddo is just throwing heavy toys at my head. <laughs> and I'm trying to reprimand him, but he's two, so he's laughing. And I can feel the rage start to set in because it's like I was already, I already woke up on the wrong, whatever, that foot of the bed. <laughs> end of the whatever you know what I'm trying to say I woke up cranky I didn't eat well something like just you know it's just one of those one of those the rage started to set in after like 14 blocks had been thrown at my head it took a minute um but I could feel that fire in my bones and I was like oh 
this has to come out in slow, precious, beautiful, flowy yoga. That's not fast enough. So I jumped onto the bed and I just started slamming my head against the pillows and mattress. And my son came in and he was laughing and having the best time. And he came in and started doing it like we were playing and it worked because I wasn't like, I wasn't doing it to rage out. I was doing it to literally get that energy out of my physical body fast. And boy, we both just laid there looking at each other laughing. And I was like, oh yeah, I used to do this when I was a kid. Now it's back in my life. (laughs) So more of my history of rage. And you guys are lucky because I do a lot of work to try and live a life that I don't feel riddled with shame and guilt. And I suggest you do the same because we all have our past. We all have weird shit we did, (laughs) weird behaviors, um, because we just didn't know any better. And chances are most of us are still doing those things. Um, but hopefully we're becoming more aware and trying to make some changes. So you're lucky. (laughs) I don't suffer so much from guilt and shame. Telling the stories, of course, being brings back a little bit of like, Oh God, yeah, that happened. But anyways, so growing up, where did my rage always come out always with my boyfriends and the dudes I was dating it's like they were the ones who once you know I got their heart (laughs) Mm. once I ripped that out of their chest and it was mine in my purse then they saw the side of me that was just mad at life mad at the world mad at my dad mad at my mom right like mm. my teenage rage was real and kind of turned into rebellion. (laughs) Um, But really in my 20s is when rage started to peak in my relationship. (laughs) And um, I would get a little violent and a little just kind of like flinging, moving fists towards... (laughs) said lover whoever it was at the time <laughs> mostly john i'm um, let's be real john has been with me for a long time he's seen most of my rage <laughs> but it's hard it's hard and, and relationships are hard and when the longer you're with someone they know how to really push your buttons so it's like mm, john <laughs> he knows he knows how to get me there and it's qu- like i question his sanity for wanting to push me there but of course not neither of us are sane <laughs> in those moments. We're both like fully acting out our insanities onto each other. And then rage happens. <laughs> and in the past, I've been known to throw lots of objects at people. <laughs> I have left holes in doors and walls of rental units. <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm embarrassed. Um, <laughs> I have, I've never like injured anyone. Okay. I've never like had the cops called on me. My, like I said, my like throwing moving fists at someone, it's, it's laughable. I'm not saying it's okay. I'm not <laughs> like, we shouldn't be hitting anybody. It's just, you know, or hit, hit the bed, hit the mattress. Um, But yeah, this was, you know, I was younger, okay? Slash I may have thrown a fist at John not that long ago. Okay, (laughs) I'm not proud. But I'm aware. I'm aware and I know it's not good. And I'm learning new ways of expressing all of my emotions so that the penting up never happens. And then appropriate anger can come out. But the need for this, like, ferocious, fiery, hot rage is lessened lessened because this moves me into my next bullet point here is there a place for it is there a place for rage in life in a woman's life specifically because of of course we're all humans we all have the same emotions men have it too and i'm saying feminine rage specifically because let's be real open your eyeballs (laughs) look out at the world 
men's rage is alive and well. I mean, this is, we go to war, we build nuclear weapons to protect ourselves. Like, it's clear. We're murdering, you know, men are raping, right? That's rage. That's like, anyways, so I'm speaking to the feminine here because the way I see it (laughs) is that there has never been a place for feminine rage those ones were burned at the cross back in the day (laughs) like anyone who questioned the male authority basically you know and now women are like clearly the closest we've ever been to what we should be some of us not the majority but that's just you know what I mean by that is free (laughs) free to just exist the way we want to exist, look the way we want to look. Like, but definitely there's no space for rage. And I'm going to talk about my own personal experience here in my home with it because I don't think we're alone. (laughs) And I think it's a problem. And I think it's causing a lot of mental disease in women and men and men. I'm just going to say it. But right now I'm talking about women because I'm a fucking woman (laughs) and I feel it. I'm feeling it hard right now for my sex, for my female sex. Okay. Is there a place for it here? Can we create a place for female rage? All of you who are partnered up with a woman or if you are a woman, I hope you know what I'm talking about. I'm certain it looks different from woman to woman, but I'm fairly certain if you have ever been in relation or lived in close proximity to a female, you know she ebbs and flows like the sea. (laughs) And she can go really high up, and wow, women are so amazing and loving, and she can go really low down to the depths of those inferno hellfires right and that's the beauty of the woman is that she's everything in one we're beautiful okay (laughs) but you guys I have been told since I was brought into this world and still till current day that my anger, when expressed outwardly and not hidden from others, is embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Mm. As a teenager, even, I mean, in all of my dating life, I've I've had boyfriends who that's the number one thing they hate about me. If you piss me off, now, what it takes to piss me off nowadays is a lot less than when I was an angsty teen and an angsty 20 something year old so I will say that this happens less and less for me these days but when I was younger if you're being a dick if you piss me off if like if I need if I'm just pissed and I'm in public I'm not I'm not making like a huge (laughs) like Jerry Springer show of it either but like the idea that I would hide it, mask it until I'm behind closed doors has never existed for me, which I'm sure just ties into my feral humanness. <laughs> but I've never felt the need to change that. I'm not a rude person. I'm not going to cause a scene, but I'm also not going to hide anything at any time from anyone and that's just how I was born so anyways but boyfriends have hated it my whole life in fact John we just got into an argument this week (laughs) which we love nowadays arguments we're not afraid of when we have days that we're just not getting along and we don't have time to sit down and work it out for a couple days we we're not like stressed we're like oh fun we get to work something out Okay, that's not 100% true, but it's better than it used to be. I used to dread 
dread like oh my god we have a talk coming up what if he is gonna leave me what if he's you know what i mean okay <laughs> so we just got into a little riff tiff over this because i got mad at him i i felt the truth is i felt judged and guilty which in most people's world when we feel guilty for something we turn that into anger <laughs> and the anger is better than the guilt so anyways that's a little human science for you um but <laughs> so that's the truth i i felt judged and really guilty and turned it into just anger and like i was so mad at him at john and we had some friends in town and i think i did pretty good at like being with my friends but now i'm fucking mad and my friends know me like this is another thing like i don't want friends who don't know that like oh when mary gets mad like she gets mad <laughs> and she doesn't get mad often so when she does get mad maybe i should listen <laughs> oh my god you guys okay i'm not I'm not saying every time I'm mad, I'm right. I'm just, <laughs> I'm saying it really like, I, I don't get mad all the time. I'm not an angry person. I'm a pretty even keeled, chilled out woman. So when anger comes and this wasn't rage, this was just anger. I was just angry. But what happened later in, in mine and John's little riff tiff is that he was like, you embarrassed me you embarrassed me that night and i was like oh huh and then into the next day i'm just gonna tell the whole story <laughs> i'm not i don't care um the next day we're both still very angry at each other from the night and nothing had been discussed because we had guests and so where's the space to like go have a couple chat but the next morning John had some coworkers coming by our apartment and this was a new job for him. And so I had never met these coworkers and he had been talking about it all week. So excited for me to meet these new coworkers. <laughs> okay. Didn't expect that that morning we would be like, just basically not on speaking terms with each other. And so I was mad. I was still mad. I still had the madness inside. And I think I did pretty good. <laughs> I was just going to keep saying that. When I met his coworker, I was not bubbly. I was not, I just, it was very cut and dry. Nice to meet you. I'm walking past you now. And again, I don't think I was a bitch. Maybe I was blinded by my anger, but I think I do a pretty good job. But like, I'm not trying to make people uncomfortable but I'm also not gonna fucking put a goddamn apron on and some fucking red cherry lipstick and bake a fucking pie and cool it in the window <laughs> when I got some fucking rage inside of me that that needed to be discussed and that's just it it's like the rage was the fact that we had left this unfinished business and so fast forward, we're having our riff tiff and he's like, you embarrassed me in front of those new coworkers too. And I really let this one sink into me like, hmm, embarrassed you. <laughs> like, and I'm telling my side of the story. I'm not telling what John did or didn't do because that, that doesn't matter. I mean, but you know, he we weren't being friendly to each other there so i was like embarrassed you but like john is a man he's not a woman and i swear i'm i'm correct me if i'm wrong if you must but also i don't really care <laughs> about your opinion if it's just an opinion you know give me a fact that's all i care about but um i'm pretty sure Men, I mean, well, we all know this. Men are doers. They're the doers of the world. And they're great at it. And men are just the best. 
Women were the feelers of the world. So, like, I admire that in men. And I wish some days I could be like that. John truly can get in a huge fight with me and then just in his mind decide, nah, I don't want to fight anymore. And then he's over it. And I'm like, no, sir. I need an apology card. I hate flowers. Please don't do that. But, like, buy me a giant bag of dried mango. Like, no. We don't literally just blink our eyes and we're over it, except, yes, of course, he's my partner and he's teaching me that that's totally okay, too. (laughs) There's middle ground, guys. There's compromise. But so when John gets mad, he often doesn't reach rage. I mean, he's reached rage, okay? But less often than me. He, like, has this coping mechanism in his makeup that will allow him, if he's really mad... And then he sees our friends coming. It like allows him to go store that away for later. We're shifting into have a fun night with your friends mode, (laughs) which like I wish I could do that. And like I have done it forcing myself to be an actress, but inside feeling my bones are on fire. I can see that John has just fully shifted all of his energy into have a good time with friends mode. And it's like, Jesus H. Macy, why can't I do that? But it's because I'm a woman. I'm a woman. I've tried. And like I said, it's phony. It's phony fucking baloney when I try and pretend all is well when my insides are melting. So I love that he said I embarrassed him because we got to dissect that and break it apart and look at it and like, Now this episode exists. (laughs) Okay. I have very close people in my life, elder women, who I see so clearly for X, Y, and Z reasons. The number one, I'm just going to say it, is that they're tied into a really strict religion. And there's other obviously other factors for all individual households and personality types and spouses and all the things and family backgrounds, but whatever. I think religion is the top tier and then culture and then just all those other things, but not, there's no place for feminine, female rage, anger. And because of that, and, and we are kind of taught to wear our aprons, put our cherry lipstick on, bake the fucking pie, and just shut the fuck up. I mean, let's be real. In the 50s, that was our life. (laughs) That was your option. Only that or you're cast out. You know, sure, it's gotten better, but like, yeah, those messages are still pretty deeply ingrained. And even I consider John and I a pretty aware and awake couple. But boy, have we been running into some deeply rooted gender role beliefs like I I believe I talked about it a couple of episodes ago that John had brought up why isn't the house clean when I come home from work sometimes and I was like here there came my rage oh yeah I called her what was her name (laughs) my ghetto girl um I gotta remember now she comes out and she was like who the fuck says because I had to stop working my job that I loved to raise our kid that that's not a full-time job and that both of us still have to fucking split the goddamn house cleaning see my rage makes me cuss a lot too (laughs) but it's like John and I had to have that conversation to look at each other and go shit we both have been believing that I've been taking the pressure on and failing miserably (laughs) and just feeling guilty and depressed that I can't keep a house clean and raise a two-year-old, you know, and try and run a little side business. You know what I'm saying? Like, and just try and keep my mental health in as tip-top shape as I can. Like, also, I just hate house cleaning. It's not one of my strong suits, and I hate cooking, too. So there, okay, see, this is why I need to live in a communal type (laughs) environment. I need someone cooking for the group. I need someone cleaning for the group and I'll do what I do best exist. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, I I have a lot to offer. Okay. (laughs) 
so anyways we had that conversation and then just this this last conversation you embarrassed me (laughs) boy and you better fucking believe we broke this one down and dissected it and we're like um what does this mean okay so that's where i was heading i have elder women that i look to and i see the suffering i see that there has never been a space in their home and probably in many of their circles cough the religious (coughs) circles where they can truly sit down and go all right what the fuck is going on (laughs) what's going on in this religion why are these men running the show still it's 2022 in a couple of days um where's the balance i'm fucking mad i don't get to be mad i i have to fucking pretend to be happy all the time like i don't get to be in here's what happens here's what happens here's what happens (laughs) we do this for so long as women we martyr ourselves to fucking death to bloody bone fingers and we don't feel our feelings because we're not allowed to there's no space and so then we become manic people we go manically raging and then we go manically depressed because there's no fucking balance no one allowed us to just appropriately be who we need to be in that moment even if you're meeting a new goddamn fucking coworker or a boss let her be who she is let her be who she is every moment of every day this is my message <laughs> to people who know women <laughs> If there's a woman in your life, which I'm sure there is, can you just support her in being who she needs to be in every single moment? Like, can we destroy this idea that women need to be nice? Mm, nice. We know where that leads. That leads to being harassed, molested, taken advantage of, manipulated. It causes physical and mental disabilities, not to mention terminal illnesses. Oof, I see the women who have gone before me in their religions completely held down with the looming idea that there is a male God watching out for them. There's never any education on goddess energy, on the feminine spiritual energy of the world. Mother Earth is not something that is ingrained into us. Just this idea of be a good housewife. (laughs) And sure, and chase your career now. But there's zero education on how to do both because it's impossible almost (laughs) unless you just want to pay other people to raise your kids. And then pay other people to clean your house. And then pay other people. Like, anyways. (laughs) Okay. So there is a lot to be raging about right now. All of us. This pandemic. The fact that I think a lot of mental illnesses have been brought into the light over this pandemic. We're seeing it in our family units. We're all so tired. I think just emotionally that like, we're really seeing the mental illness of our families and we're like, no, I'm not. No, I don't fucking have the space for this anymore. So I think a lot of change is happening just whether we like, well, I mean, a lot of change is happening whether we like it or not. I don't think that. I know that. But what I'm saying is just energetically, you may not even know it. I think we are just changing as a species the way we have to see things and react to things and exist. So there like it or not (laughs) you're in it too motherfuckers okay so is there a place for rage this is really something that got my noggin a moving the other night in this conversation with my partner after i embarrassed him (laughs) and again you guys don't have this vision of me just being acting a fool with like a cigarette hanging off my lip and just being like motherfucker no no i just stay silent 
And I just usually acquire some kind of like bellyache or something, something that just kind of like takes me away from the group and is just like, I'm cranky and I'm going to do my best to converse with you guys and be here, but I'm just cranky. Like, so, okay, there, there I go over worrying what people think of me. (laughs) Okay. But this is one conclusion I came to and that, you know, I got John to see the light. (laughs) I'm joking. I'm joking. Of course, like we're having a two-way conversation about this, but my rage, what it says these days, mostly there are some times that I cannot justify anything. And it was just like a hormonal blip. And I ate, you know, 12 bags of Sour Patch Kids, something like that. (sighs) But for the most part, nowadays in my life, my rage is here to say no more bullshit. Like, truly, the more I think about it, it's like, I'm so, I, women, women, we see and feel the world in a way that men will never understand. It's just science. (laughs) We are different. And But the beautiful thing is men can understand it through us, through knowing and loving us and truly understanding us, the depths of us, the rage of us, the fire of us, and the beautiful bright lightness of us. Women are so many things, but men are afraid of our fire. They're afraid of it. And John even says it, I'm afraid of you. And that hurts me because I'm not scary. I'm sorry that I live in a world that has like, you know, suppressed my species, my female species for decades and hundreds of millennia. (laughs) And that, you know, that lives in my bones. It's not even just my rage. It's the rage of our divine feminine trying to fight back, trying to say, hey, men, you forgot that we are so important and our voices matter and our anger matters. And and that's what the point I'm trying to get at. There is ridiculous rage and like untended to brain rage, <laughs> violent rage. Those are no bueno. I mean, if they're there, you know, we need to just be working on healthier rage. Rage that's just here to say, no more of this, you know, no more of this. So it's our responsibility to keep up on ourselves, to keep up on our health, our wellness, and be aware when anger and rage do come knocking. What's what's it here for? What's it here for? Is it going to destroy my relationship right now? Or is it here to really truly say something? And so the embarrassing comment did it flustered me. It got the anger moving and and it got, God, what's her name? What's the ghetto girl? Uh, I don't, I don't know. I wish my brain functioned better. The memory part. Okay. But when she comes out, I was like, embarrassed you. Like, <laughs> like I, 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 I just told him I cannot not be Mary. And if I could flip the light switch and just pretend, not pretend, if I could just flip the light switch and be not mad in that moment and come back to it later, I would. But who I am today, the person who works really hard every day at being a better version of myself. (laughs) So it's not like I'm lazy about that. Who I am today is someone who absolutely cannot and will not hide any part of me, my anger, my rage, my happiness, my joy, my tears. Also love crying in front of people. It happens rare, but when it happens, I'm like, hallelujah, I'm healing, I'm healing. (laughs) So anyways, yeah, (laughs) y'all. And that night, in that conversation, I saw John like listening to my rage listening to my tears did come out rage always brings the tears out which is good for me because i don't cry very often so like get those fucking tears out of me please so see rage does have a place i think 
when it's really here to say no more BS to a subject that truly needs change. This is women's gift to the human experience. We see it all, we feel it all, and we intuitively know what needs to change. And guess what? Men are so great if they just listened with their hearts. They are doers. And so they're happy to go, okay, all right. And then we head towards more peace and harmony in all of our relationships. It starts in our homes. So there, you got a woman in your home? Please, for the love of all of us, men and women, but mostly women right now, <laughs> let her be herself full in her fullness. And if you see her not doing that, could you try and encourage her? Because, like, it's killing us. It's killing us. And this message, I know it can go for men as well. You have feminine qualities in you. We all need to be expressing ourselves. I just think men, yes, yes, men are taught culturally don't express, right, the, like, female emotions sure yeah see it's almost like men are taught that rage is fine go join the military and women are taught rage is not fine right and the women it's just known that we're blubbering fools and then men it's like don't you fucking cry don't you be a little sissy yeah that, oh my god those are such ancient but they're there they're ingrained in us they're in our dna from our fucking ancestors you guys but we are in charge of our own experience now so I'm aware I'm aware that um I have played nice girl a lot it got me into some sticky situations that I wish I had been able to get myself out of with that rage you know instead of putting on the act so hi I just it's really important that I send this message out it is every human's right, but definitely, I'm highlighting in this episode, it is every woman, female, womb owner's right to be what we want, who we want, whenever we want. And that means change from day to day, goddammit. Be super feminine on Monday and put your fucking hip-hop clothes on and get your pigtail braids out on Tuesday and curl your fucking hair, get your eyelashes done on Wednesday. Do you know what I'm saying? We don't have to be... We, we're, women are magic. We don't have to be one thing ever. We don't have to be in the same fucking mood at 8 a.m. as we are at 9 a.m. And I think the more we can just freely express everything that we are in the moment, then that pinting up doesn't happen. The rage doesn't have so much time to brew and get fiery hot. It's like we can just let little spurts of it out from time to time. Like, And we can do it in loving ways. Like, I catch myself and my ghetto girl comes out and I'm like, oh no, okay, I need to soften. <laughs> but also it's funny come on I'm doing the best I can <laughs> so but that's my point I am who I am and I I truly this is not this is no BS you guys I have no other choice I don't see how anyone can be mothering through this pandemic full-time without taking supreme care of their own self-love game so like I truly do take my self-care my brain, my thoughts, my spiritual connection, my mantra that everything I do is for the benefit of all and for all of us uniting as one. Like that really is the essence of what I try to start every day with. But like that being said, I will never be, I, I couldn't be tomorrow a monk who floats around, feels no anger, feels takes nothing personal, 
is just fully soaking in the joys of life at all times, forgiving everyone of their shortcomings, seeing everyone in the light of God and the eyes of Christ. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can, I do everything I can and still I am who I am. (laughs) I'm rough around the edges. I've got a potty mouth. I don't do anything according to the rules. (laughs) I make my own rules. I march to the beat of my own drum. I try and make love be the essence of everything I'm doing. Do I fail? Yes. But I'm with a partner who lets me fail. I I could not have that any other way. I couldn't. I would have to be single. (laughs) Um, Anyone who's in my life has to have it be that way. Oh, yeah. I don't think I ever finished a story that I once dated a guy that saw the cute bubbly side of me of course right off the bat duh like hi I'm dating you I'm not gonna like fart and tell you a dick joke on date one maybe I will but <laughs> with it'll be with like a cute giggle afterwards um okay so a couple dates okay and then like a couple days later you know I was just like oh yeah I, I'm not in a very good mood today and he was like oh I don't want to see that I don't ever want to see that side of you and I remember like logging that away like hmm hmm (laughs) what to do with that well here it is I'm plucking it out now and going what the fuck (laughs) and this was an older guy too much older so like in my mind now it's like wait at his age he didn't know (laughs) that like let her be everything that she needs to be at all times (laughs) But no, of course, even more so in his ancient archaic brainstem. It's like that message was more deeply rooted in his brain that like women are soft, always soft. They're just born hairless. They have high-pitched, sweet voices that only say tender, loving things at all times. And they don't have opinions. (laughs) Okay, anyways... It's like that message was kind of the same with John, my beloved, who is a very, you know, awake person when he was like, you embarrassed me. It's like that same message was like who you were that night was bad. Needs to never, needs to not happen again. And then once obviously we deconstructed that together, um, (laughs) we were like, oh, that's ridiculous. That's bullshit (laughs) there we go that's the fucking bullshit and sure if I had like caused a scene (laughs) right like just caused a scene in any way and truly made other people uncomfortable that deserves a real chat and I'm not saying I'm not trying to still work on this I am I do want to be able to let things go quicker and just breathe them through I don't like that I hold on to anger sometimes but like at the same time when I do that it always is because some kind of bs needs to be called out (laughs) I'm just saying I'm just saying (laughs) so anyways we came to that conclusion that like yeah that's ridiculous that's just a ridiculous like expectation that like you're not going to be you <laughs> like, or you're just magically going to be able to like stop being mad when you get mad. You know, we've been together so long. It's like, have I ever been able to do that? <laughs> so where are we going from here? I'm not sure. I don't know what it's going to look like. I think it's just more awareness. I love becoming more and more aware of myself and just how we are as humans, what we're doing what we're up to, <laughs> what we're up to inside of our homes, under our roofs, behind closed doors. I don't like it. I do not like living these separate lives where we all rent our own units and just peek through our blinds at each other. I want a community one day, and that's what I'm heading towards personally, living a life that is more community-based, and uh, we raise our kids together. I'm their family, and you're my kid's family. And so there you have it. I think. 
more of that style for me is going to help in this mission of freedom of expression, freedom of expressing ourselves and not feeling shame or guilt when we have outbursts, you know, and as long as there's not real, like, you know, harm being done, that would probably need some deeper, more, I don't know, um, help from the outside. I don't know, <laughs> from the outside, <laughs> just outside of your community, professional help. Um, I don't know. I don't have all the answers. I've, I'll never claim to have all the answers, but <laughs> just let the women in your life be who they are. I think that's so important. And, and if you see that that's not happening, find a way to encourage that. Be the one that's encouraging it. Encourage it in yourself, men and women. Please express yourself. And when you feel rage, either get it out in a healthy way, shake your body out, punch your pillow bed or if it's there to really say something to really say something then say it and find people who will hold safe spaces for you there <laughs> i give you a big old list to do as we spend this last week in 2021 i'm hopefully well, I know I'm entering 2022 with so many new awarenesses of this last year, and I'm really grateful for all of them. But this one's a big one for me. Female rage. I've always thought I was a bad person and that something was terribly wrong with me for my rage and the way I used to behave. And now I'm at this place in my life. I know that the violence and the hitting is not something I ever want to carry into my future or have my children see. But there is a place for my rage and there's a place for yours. And if we embrace it and listen, I think we have a lot to learn from each other. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you all have happy holidays, whatever you believe in. Just let's try and get into the holiday cheer. Send me some. I need it. I really, I hope that I go into that three-week sleep. TTYL. Thank you for listening to this episode of Life in the Faust Lane. If you're a fan of the show, please consider hitting that support button for just 99 cents, 4.99, or 9.99 a month.